0: Girl. I don't believe him. Oh, he's the dog. Mm-hmm. Look at her. Meet Shantae. Ooh. Men are so predictable. Yeah. You tell Miss Thane that you know the 411 on the fellas. Well, I don't want to toot my own horn, but baby, big, big. <laughs> She never met her match. Did you like to dance? Yes. Uh, Until she met Keith. Damn. And I was looking good and suave and... Double neck. Like Denzel Better <laughs> This fall Shantae, isn't that Keith over there on the dance floor? Ooh, what you gonna do? I'm gonna go over there and say hey Hey! The lines have been drawn <laughs> Love and war, maintain military silence Shantae, baby's Keith, give me a call, okay? You have 11 messages That's what I'm talking about The sides have been chosen She ain't no amateur Yeah, well, neither <laughs> mind. In the battle of the sexes is going to be an all-out war. You know what I understand? No, I love you, girl. How a man can have a mouthful of gold teeth and be broke as hell? Real just love you, Vivica A. Fox, Anthony Anderson. Does the back of my neck really look like this? Wendy Raquel Robinson, Bobby Brown. Ooh, ooh, Tamala Jones, Monique. Well, what is this? Okay. That's white people, baby. We need some meat and potatoes. With Gabrielle Union and Morris Chestnut as Keith. I need to get back to being the player that I used to be. Play on, pop your cup. In a comedy that proves when men start playing around, she's smart. She got a good job, you know, on top of that, she a freak. Women will even the score. Tommy, what are you doing here with Kate? You know he's my man. If he's your man, he's certainly not acting like that. Well, perhaps he would be if he didn't have a, a little, little hooch like you running sweet. behind him all the time. You, you want me to handle this for you? I got the situation under control. I don't care. I ain't scared. You shouldn't have that. Oh, <laughs> because two can play that game. Women, they're some emotional creatures. Pretty soon, women are just going to be pulling these hand trips on us. And you know what's going to happen? We're going to be the ones changing the dice. They gonna be sitting on our couch watching football on our Sunday, dog. That's what's gonna happen. This is much bigger than you, man.
1: Bigger than me. It's
0: way bigger than
1: Woo! Welcome to CBN Movie Night. I am your host, Rain Coleman. This podcast is the Carefree Black Nerd Movie Club, where we review and critique movies, both nostalgic and current. Today, I have with me a familiar voice and a special guest. Uh We will be discussing the 2001. I think I might be able to say cult classic. I'm not sure. Maybe eh, we'll we'll figure that out. Two can play that game. So if you guys wouldn't mind coming on and letting everyone know who's on the mic with me today.
2: Hey, this is John Salvatore. Rain, thank you for uh having me on the show. Mama, I made it. I made it on to CBM movie night. Uh 2021 is going to be an amazing year. Like I'm struggling because I made it onto one of the flagships. So okay. thank you, thank you, thank you for having me.
1: Of course, John, of course. It's, uh, thank you for being here. And we have a very special guest. The voice may be new to you guys, but uh, you should get familiar.
3: What's going on, kids and kids? This is Nick, co-host of the popular Gay and Geek podcast, magazine okay. Um <laughs> I'm happy for the, the invite. Thank you so much. I'm ready to talk some shit. There
1: um, you go. <laughs>
3: you know let's get down to business
1: all right all right yes indeed <laughs> and of course those links will be in the show notes uh so Nick thank you for coming on this is feels like it's been years in the making but we're here <laughs> we did it we did it Joe no uh, so we're going to be discussing <laughs> two play that game um uh, before getting started I want everyone under the sound of our voices to use that hashtag cbn movie night when you're listening to this episode. Share your thoughts, opinions, any questions we ask, answer them, anything you want to know, any tidbits you have about the movie, feel free to share. So in this film, um, it's listed as an arrogant career woman, which that, right off the bat, it's like, who wrote this? An arrogant career woman plays a series of heartless mind games with her boyfriend to put him in line, only to discover that he has a few tricks up his sleeve. So Shante Smith, played by Vivica A. Fox, Auntie Vivica, is a woman who gives advice on how to keep her men in check. Her ideals are challenged when a man, when her man, excuse me, an attorney named Keith Fenton, Morse Chestnut, threatens to stray. <clears throat> Smith is a well-educated woman who feels that when it comes to men and their tricks, she knows them all. On the other end, Shante's boyfriend, Keith, is being led by his friend, Tony Played by Anthony Anderson, who thinks he knows all the tricks that women play. When Shantae's boyfriend Keith is caught red handed, stepping out with a co worker, Shantae institutes her 10 day plan to get her men in line. The battle soon begins through a conclusion of the movie Shantae and Keith get back together. So, right off the bat, this is some shit. Um. <laughs> Tell me about like this is just a bullshit. As a kid watching this, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is you know this is how dating works." Man, no. Um, <laughs> tell me what were your first uh, initial thoughts if you could remember on this two thousand one film.
3: Are you talking when I first saw it or when I rewatched it?
1: Well, when, when you first saw it, like if you can remember that because I know it's been a while, like. Do you have any? Um, Ooh, shit, yeah. yeah, right, right. right. Like, <laughs> do you have any um, any thoughts that come to mind, or any feelings, or anything?
3: Oh, if I can remember, I I know I didn't see this in theaters mm-hmm. when it came out. I might have saw it like when it was randomly on TV with my sisters, mm-hmm. and you know, I thought it, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I thought it was at the time well written. um <laughs> And I was like, oh, that's what uh relationships are gonna be about. I was like, oh damn, I gotta <laughs> I gotta play all these fucking games just to just to get a nigga and yada yada yada. I'm not doing all that shit. I'm just gonna be lonely forever. No, I'm man. just be in a house full of cats.
1: <laughs> so
3: that was my initial thoughts. So. <laughs> oh,
1: okay with the cats. What about you, John, when you first saw this movie or can you remember how you felt? Uh-oh.
3: I
2: okay, so I can't say I actually saw this movie in theaters i was actually i had i want to say i had been 18 for a few months Uh when this came out, and i was entertaining a few gentlemen callers at the time (laughs) and you know my young days or whatever so i subscribed to shantay's plan of his like, this movie really resonated for me when it came to that. I'm like, I want to make sure these men get it right
0: so that,
2: you know, I'm the puppet master. You guys are on the marionette strings. You're going to do what I
1: do. Okay. So
2: I definitely was there for, for like, her approach at that time. Now, cut to almost 20 years later... Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know how
2: it will be because in you know, and it's low key, kind of like, oh, okay. But I have to respond to that, you know, logic, and I want to say a good fifteen years. Yeah, because it, it did stick with me for a while afterwards.
1: Yeah, I mean, just you saying, know, it's it, it's it was. I look at this movie the same way I look at as um, like a precursor to um, act like a lady, drink like a man. That's what this movie feels like to me.
2: I feel the same way
1: god as a kid i know i enjoyed it because one we was getting like black film after black film like everybody in this cast was also like in best man and the wood and like it was like a revolving door of black films yeah. so this was lumped in i was like all right this is cool but rewatching it i was like what the fuck was going on here um Oddly enough, I think <laughs> Vivica Fox turned down this script right. several times because she didn't like the direction it took. And I'm thinking, like, what were the the earlier drafts like? Because this, this was something. This. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently this film opened at number two at the box office in the United States, uh, ranking in, what does it say, yeah. seven 7 million? And then its first weekend behind The Musketeer, <laughs> the film was released in the UK on September 13th of 2002 and failed to reach the top 10. Would this film have made it to the top 10 in the UK in 2001? Like that's, I don't know, it doesn't feel like it would Um, it would be that worldwide blockbuster. Uh, I don't think so. So we have uh, Vivica Fox, uh, Anthony Anderson, Wendy Raquel Robinson, Tamala Jones, Bobby Brown, Gabrielle Union, and Morris Chestnut. I'm going to say right now, even after re-watching this, I am a fan of Connie. I think she got a bad rap. Um, I don't know how y'all feel, but that's where I fall at is that Connie she did. didn't actually do anything wrong. Um, <laughs> Nick, how you are you feeling about Connie? You think she was a bona fide hoe, as Vivica put it?
3: You know, often this off-business <laughs> rap that, okay if I fuck this other, this man that he, he's sometimes somehow above me as far as the corporate ladder goes, then I must be sleeping with him to get a raise or a promotion huh. or whatever the case might be. You know, she might've well just fucked him just cause she wanted to fuck him.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And just because right. she's going that route as far as getting success,
0: mm-hmm.
3: then, okay, that let's just call it like it is. A lot of other a lot of white men were doing the same thing. I mean, a lot of white men were doing the same thing I mean, too. So let's not act like black women were just fucking every Tom, Dick and Raheem yeah. all up <laughs> and through these uh white collar uh firms and whatnot. Yeah. And I just I wanna take it back like to see these dark skinned mm. black people mm. as successful as they were. Was I think something we have kind of missed out in, especially in cinema right now, where it's always the same downtrodden mm. old black person, woe is me, or we're enslaved, mm. or we're uh, behind some white man, Halle Berry.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, <laughs> so I, I like that <laughs> aspect of the movie. Yeah. But this whole concept that's called oh, Connie was a hoe.
1: Mm-hmm. Whatever
3: the case might be, well, maybe Connie was just in tune with her sexuality and how she could use what she got. Mm, come on, not to quote. Come on, club, do it <laughs> to, to get what she wanted. Yeah, and if that meant having a, a more a, a better paying job, mm-hmm. if that meant having a corner office, then mm-hmm. you know, let her have her little. Hello,
1: whatever the case might be. hmm No, I'm with you. I'm right there. I felt like as a kid, I was just by way of being a kid watching it in the way it was written. I was conditioned to be on Vivica's side, at least in that regard. Like, oh, she took your man. But Vivica was very much respectability politics throughout this whole goddamn movie, and mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I was like, fam, when she said the comment about oh, black, black and brown people, blacks and Mexicans, no, they'd be loud up in the white man's but something in like she came back like oh I, you know, I probably shouldn't have said that, but you know, you know it's true or something. I was like, who the fuck wrote this? What is this? What are we right. watching?
3: Going I know we're gonna talk about this a little further, but like the original sin uh Morris Chestnut's character did was go out to some bar Come with a coworker to have drinks and mm-hmm. all of a sudden This puts him in the doghouse. I'm like, okay, that (laughs) doesn't warn all of this hoopla that you was going behind this man. If you wanted to leave this man, you should have left him. He didn't have to do transgression Mm -hmm. and you have to do all these steps and jump through these hoops Mm -hmm. just to... Uh, train your man. I'm like, hmm. girl, if he was, if he wanted to fuck somebody else, he would have fucked somebody else.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like she said, because she said, oh, I trust my man, which is like, I was like, alright, even as a kid, I was like, I really don't know what he did wrong, but because they had him act so guilty, I guess, or not even guilty, she just shocked to see her out, because right. technically we still are working late on with a co-work, but okay, so <laughs> we open up, she and her you know, Power Rangers finest her yellow on yellow suit. Walking through her firm. We get the introduction to Shantae. We know we're following her. And then she goes by every single homegirl. And I'll, I don't know if I want to say she tore them down. But she explained their situation. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt with that. And it, which the movie did its job. It, it played her up as the victor. As the hero. And she has these subjects. Her friends who are not as in tune to the game that she is so i think the movie did good with that but it it still felt so weird <laughs> so wendy raquel like, robinson
3: put, like mm-hmm. her and it's like a, a khadijah mm-hmm. role or mm-hmm. a joan role mm-hmm. where it was about them and they made it almost as if she was better than them and she yeah. was like oh yeah i have this whole perfect life and these two, these other bitches, you know, <laughs> I have to lower myself down to them when they have to, these problems with they niggas and not acting right.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's True. what
3: it, it came off to me.
1: <laughs> I can see that. I can see. it definitely Joan. I, I'll say um, watching this idea, and it probably was um, because of Homegirl's boyfriend and his ties to the show Girlfriends, but Joan is what came to mind first for me. When uh when she started going by each one of her friends, oh my god! So so we get these successful, high-powered well, high-powered black women in their own regard. Well, uh, well, I I won't say a mix of different types of black women, um, and we get Bobby Brown as um I don't want to say walking stereotype, but he they did their best to make him (laughs) look bad. How they do with women in movies where they, like, give them glasses and then, like, mess up their hair. He looked the same to me. I mean, of course, fake teeth aside, he he didn't, I don't know. (laughs) So he fixes her car, she fixes him up, and then he gets to smell of himself and where he originally proposed to her. Now it's like, nah, you, even with that, I, I, yep. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if the show and y'all correct me if I'm wrong or if you see something different but I didn't feel like the movie set him up the arc that he was on which is I'm ugly I get this fine girl she improves my life and then all of a sudden he's on the couch not working not trying to commit to her to me it felt like it was a disconnect there I feel like we rushed it to make the point of the movie but I was like you had a job when you met her um, yeah. I don't know maybe it's just me but does it feel like that was fleshed out well enough or
2: I didn't like the art I just thought that was to me it was almost a throw mm-hmm. throw-away character mm-hmm. and you could have really done without that sub plot or sub arc that's just to me like I, I watch it and I almost forget it
1: yeah.
2: And I feel like she... It added nothing to the whole story at all.
1: She should have had the most, like, second It was a to... better way to
2: tell the story. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe there could have been a different approach to that. But to me, it was lazy writing. Mm-hmm. And it was definitely just...
1: No, I agree. I agree. I think second to Vivica's story, or Shantae's story, I think she should have... Because she was the one that eventually got engaged probably should have had the the more fleshed out story than the other girls, but that's just me. Um, Nick, were you, I'm sorry, did you say... um, mm.
3: Oh, I was just going to say that uh, that storyline with uh, Bobby Brown's character, they definitely played up that stereotype of the ancient nigga Mm -hmm. that is just going to sit on the couch and wait till his... uh, his wife, his girlfriend, his baby mama, you know, to provide and take care of him. Because mm. it was a very Ricky Lake, Jenny
1: Jones storyline. Yeah. Story Not yeah. <gasps> me because Not <laughs> Right, Jenny Jones. <laughs> but you had Monique's character had the exact same story with the man who didn't work. I was like, this I don't know, this feels this De- Deidre, this feels weird. Um, I don't know. So overall I guess who was our, our favorite out of the four girls? Um, her um, her homegirls, her girlfriends. Who is uh, who y'all picking as the? I don't know the standout, the one, the, the one who's better than Ch- not better than Shante, but you know. Mm. Karen, Girl, I a I just, I'm
2: a fan love. of Wendy. Uh huh. It's
3: Karen.
1: Okay, okay. Nick, you it's not like you ain't had no favorite name. <laughs> I, I
3: didn't have to. I I tolerated everybody. <laughs>
1: okay okay that's fair that's (laughs) fair (laughs) Uh, i don't know if i have one either i want to say i would probably default to monique only because i have so many aunties that's like monique that i was just used to that energy but (laughs) yeah i don't i don't think that they were written the best um so we get uh shantae at Keith's office they get together fool around right she leaves him and uh, Dre from uh, Blackish pops up and they get to talking about, oh you hit that and you 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 fucking her and whatever else, nigga shit. Um and then the <laughs> drama <laughs> ensues. So we've set up her homegirls, we've set up Keith and his homeboy and all the players on the board. Then we get down to the games. Um, while the girls are out at somebody's house, I think Shantae's is they talking we get the backstory about uh, Shantae and Keith he came up, he got three questions for her if she answered yes to all of them then he think he know who she is, blah 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 whatever, fast forward the issue we have is that Keith though he's supposed to be out to dinner with Shantae that night he is working late as told through a phone call so the girls go out to the same bar where Shantae and Keith met and we see Keith dancing with some—did they say floozy, some heifer, some, um, some coworker, somebody, right? Somebody who ain't Shantae. Okay, now this is where the bullshit begins. So, <laughs> how we okay? How are we feeling about this Keith uh, three question? Um, if you answer yes, I think I, was... I know you type of shit.
3: What do you like? Nigga, get the fuck away from me with that shit. <laughs> like. It would have been it would have been curtains. Like, oh, I think I know you. Like, already, I'm annoyed. Like, just have some a, a decent conversation started. Don't act like, oh, I'm gonna ask you these three questions. Like, I'm at a fucking job interview, and if I if you answer yes, then you know. I think it's, it's yeah, Wrong. You think it's what?
1: You said what, John? You think it, did you do say raw? <laughs> what
3: just? I'm just. I'm not a fan of that. That. Uh, that stuff. I like. I have never had anybody come up to me with that kind of BS. I, you
2: know me, okay, so. 18, 19, 20-year-old, up to 22-year-old. Back then, I would have thought it was cute, and I would have been eating out of it. <laughs> I, I, I like niggas that have a little bit of game to them. So I, it's wild, it's cold. I'm not mad. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate you putting forth the effort.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. But I, mean, I guess it's different from, what uh, what is you say? What's your name? What's your side? <laughs> so, okay. Okay. Okay, so then we um uh, we get an introduction of Connie. I kind of skipped over that. We get the introduction of Hi, Connie.
2: Hi, uh, how you doing? How you...
1: <laughs> and we get her in her red. They really did that solid, whatever. Okay, it worked. But she comes in in her red uh, blazer and skirt, long ponytail, very get me body, very Amaya Scott, and um her and her and Shantae share words, very pleasantries. Girl, I'm going okay. up to see your man, and uh... I, I don't know. I think if the show, if the movie was gonna make Connie a villain, having her and Vivica do the, have this interaction, and I don't know. I just think that Vivica was written incorrectly. If sh- if Connie was supposed to be the villain, I didn't think that Connie was the villain. I just I don't. Right. I can't. I can't get behind that. Uh, I didn't either. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't do it. She's um, but I love her look. Gabrielle Union is beautiful, like in everything that she's done. I love it. Um, so we get the games now. How are we feeling about this initial? What was the first rule? Should I wrote it down? Um, pretty much we go through these different rules. So um, the girls are out at the club or the bar or wherever this place is. They see Keith across the the way dancing with this girl, and. That's when the shit starts. So Vivka's like, Yeah, you, you, you can't let your homegirls um, see you sweat. You can't let them know that you um dealing with whatever. And I'm thinking, like, What kind of friends are these if you can't. Like, I get the impression y'all homegirls. So you should, should probably be able to say, Well, damn, this nigga over here, we supposed to have. Like, you might not want to tell your business to everybody, but they set this up like y'all cool. So that was kind of odd to me. This your homegirl. You can't talk to her about your shit, but you could talk to them about all they shit. What are you hiding? Uh, uh, exactly. It just felt off to
3: me. Yeah, they did, they felt like frenemies more so than uh, girlfriends. They're thick and thin,
1: yeah. <laughs> right. And so I like, think, thank you for being I just felt
3: that. like, oh, if I'm if I'm bringing you some shit, some heavy shit that mm-hmm. I'm going through and you're supposed to be my friend, and I should be able to talk to you about said heavy shit. Mm-hmm. Not you trying to put on this kind of facade
1: mm-hmm.
3: that you're trying to, you know, make everything is good at the house, or, you know, yeah. everything is quiet on the home front.
1: Right? Yeah. And also, this ain't your husband. Not to say that you're more, um, that someone in a marriage is more valuable than someone you're dating, but I think that if it came down to like a husband situation, then maybe you'd be a a bit more discerning, I guess, with the information you would give out. Um and then who in their group of friends don't discuss dating woes, even if it's from the past, if it's current or whatever. Like that's what people do. So this felt very um not genuine, I'll say that much. Um I don't like her as a narrator. I feel like there should have been an omniscient or omnipresent narrating voice like Bridgerton or some shit because she I don't know. It's like I think it works against her more knowing that she's the, like the orchestrator of this story. I don't like
3: that. <laughs> I do see that.
1: Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just think it, it gives you, it's I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's something that I don't know how to put into words but I just don't like that. So we get a lot of men troubles and their play that's comical I don't know. I, I feel like the advice and the rules um, that were given out doesn't feel like it was a lot of thought. Well, I'm going to say that. I mean, it's a movie, so you thought about it and you wrote the words, but it didn't feel like. I feel like, who is this for? Who is this movie for? Even back in 2001, yes, it's a class full of black people, so of course, we're going to see it, but like, who is this movie for? Right. <laughs> like, gay, straight, otherwise, who is does this to to y'all does it feel like the shows and movies that we get where they are full of black people in the cast but you can tell it's written for white people like some episodes of blackish feel like to me
3: Uh, a lot of
2: episodes I feel like they wrote it to cross over because Mm. like you were saying earlier in the episode there was a time where In January, February, even (laughs) early March, you knew we were getting black Mm -hmm. movies. You knew we were getting at least one black serious drama and one black romantic comedy. Mm -hmm. And this was their attempt, they're like, you know what? We want to broaden it so that white people don't feel uncomfortable with these characters. are you know ranging in shades and rich shades of brown and you know no ambiguous no quote-unquote light-skinned actors that they want to feel safe and i feel like that was a lot of the script hmm. and a lot of the just sprinkled parsley you know a little bit of the real experience and that's just my opinion and i thought that watching it then and i thought about it watching it now
1: yeah okay okay that's fair uh um I don't know, Nick. Do you feel like this is written with a white gaze, or you feel like it's just a movie of the times?
3: I think it was the, the, a movie of the times. I mean, we had this explosion of black cinema and black TV shows mm-hmm. at that time too. I think, uh, you know, The Parkers was still on, mm-hmm. Girlfriends was on, mm-hmm. um, all of these other shows were on. The like, I think Oz, The Wire, mm-hmm. um,
1: half a half, we had
3: this whole Half and half. Mm -hmm. You had this whole... I guess this this whole category of uh, black entertainment that you could watch. Whether it be, you know, the black entertainment that was, you know, for the white people to enjoy. Mm -hmm. Or you had the gritty, the niggas-only shit.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For us. Yeah, yeah.
3: I I think it was written at that time. You know, there were certain things in the dialogue, uh, mm. like um, when they were towards the, the the last act of the movie where they were at that little party. Yeah. Um, uh, and Monique had uh, looked at some of the food, and she's like, oh, this is white people shit.
1: Yeah, yes. Certain you... little
3: things like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I know the dialogue was written with us in mind.
1: Yeah. When I rewatched it, I, I try to rewatch these things with a lens of today to see what sticks out. Cause I've watched a lot of shows and movies from way back when it's like, Oh, this is not age. Well, this is problematic. This movie, if I'm just looking at it at the surface from start to finish, it was a good film. Um, in the, it. in the, in the, um, yeah. Kind of series of black movies. I think it was put together, you know, well. There was some shit going on. The problematic things were like with the playing the game, but that I liken that to being just part of the movie. There was maybe one or two like gayish comments that were like, oh, I don't know about that. But even with that aside, I, I'm, right. I'm trying to see if I feel like this was an easy watch or if I'm just used to a lot of yeah cause I don't think there was no explicit like this man is a faggot this girl is a dyke this nigga like it wasn't no handicap um, discriminatory type language so I, I feel like on that end it was it it, it passed whatever test that is um, but it is very much of its time it fits right in the lexicon with the brothers the wood uh, deliverance right. from Eva all that Oh, okay. And
3: I think it was more approachable for white people to be interested in this. Oh, movie the Bronx is one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs>
3: you had Vivica Fox; she was she was in uh, Independence Day, which, which a huge blockbuster. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. had uh, Morris Chestnut. What was he? He was in. Um, oh God! What was he in earlier before this? That's
1: what I'm thinking. Shit. Um, let me look up his see, IMDb. See, I'm on the,
3: uh, I, yeah, he was in a lot of other movies. He was in Boys in the Hood back in uh, back in nineteen one. Mm-hmm. Um, he was also in The Brothers. He was in The Best Man. He was in GI Jane and mm-hmm. Higher Learning. Uh, so you have all these people that had all of this film credit mm-hmm. to their name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So oh yeah, yeah. The, And yeah. you had Anthony Anderson as the funny man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, playing his role.
2: Right.
1: Yeah.
3: So all of these approachable black mm-hmm. people, which the black people loved, and the white people thought they were, oh, you know, they're funny, or mm-hmm. hey, I recognize that black person. Yeah. So it was a, a, basically an amalgamation of the two.
1: Yeah, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, because uh, yeah. Wendy, where Robinson, she was in what um, the Steve Harvey Show at that time, and that was that was that was a that was a pretty pretty recognizable show. Um, I'm not sure how how far along and, the game uh, came. The Rain too. Mm, yeah, so so no, I'm with you. I do feel like as a kid watching this, some of the 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 things that I don't know what this is gonna make me sound like, but some of the things that Shantae did made sense to me. Like I got no, I'll say the first initial thing when she saw Um Keith dancing out with the girl, just approaching and saying, Hey, what's up? The intention was negative because you could have easily said hey can I talk to you for a minute who is this you know hey why why, why? you know you cancelled are
3: mm-hmm. you out
1: there working he could say hey yeah you know we're still working we just came here to eat and then you know it could have went from there but I feel like there would be no movie like this scene had it have, had it played differently logically how people should communicate we wouldn't have had a movie at all because unless you have him alright fuck this girl what do we have <laughs> <laughs> so we go through a series of backstabbing game playing. she ain't uh, letting her friend see her sweat she ain't talking to Keith she act like everything normal Keith scared to call because Anthony got in his head and he talking about you can't call first but then you can because you're the one that messed up what, what was Keith's crime somebody tell me what did Keith do Nick you had already kind of mentioned at the top of the show but what what did Keith even do?
3: <laughs> when you uh, let me know, because the only crime that I could find out is going to dinner and eating without her. A... Yeah, dancing with somebody that wasn't
1: exactly.
3: Mm-hmm. You mad because of that? <sighs>
1: and in the day and age when cell phones are big, but they ain't what they are now. So, like, I could easily see you out. With, you were with a coworker? I don't know, man. This just feels very petty. It feels childish. Uh, it, it
3: feels very insecure too.
1: Yeah, I, I need to know what is Shantae's story that you you arrived here and then we saw the different guys she dated. It's like mm-hmm. none of them were on Morris Chestnut's level uh, aesthetically, I feel. like, And not even to say, oh, they're uglier than him but the movie set them up deliberately to be very opposite from him. So it's like You know, what was your dating history like before him? Because, fam, you know, what is this about? Uh, John, what about you? Do you know or do you have any issues with Keith? Like, what did he do to warrant this uh, Battle of the Roses or this Game of Thrones-style romance story? I, to this day, I do not know. I
2: feel like Vivica or Shantae was honest just self sabotaging mm. and just looking for something to be upset with and something to really wrong. Mm. Um I mean, but everyone has their how they look at things through their own lens. So maybe Shantae was super amplified or something and I don't honestly, I think. see a thing.
1: Yeah. I mean I'm w i am I think we're all in the same boat. I feel like I would probably feel away if I went out you said you were working and then you end up at the same bar but at the same you can't I don't feel like you can you can say that after you've just went on like a 20 minute uh, to, of the movie anyways 20 minutes of telling the audience how secure you are in your relationship and you trust your man and he didn't right. lie I don't, I don't know I just I guess I can't get past that so listeners if y'all Feel as if Keith is wrong. Please let us know. Use that hashtag, CBN Movie Night. Because I honestly and truthfully want to get this logic from somebody else's point of view if they do feel like he was wrong. I don't feel like he was wrong. I feel like Even with him acting flustered or scared or nervous, you could speak to his intention. Like Anthony said, oh, you wanted to fuck that girl? Sure. But you didn't, and we're not in your head. So I'm just going off what I see. Uh, so we get the phone game. How are y'all feeling about this phone that's I'm away today and I'm not gonna let I'm gonna let him call me and I'm not gonna call her and then I'm gonna leave a bunch of messages. What are we feeling like is this familiar? Like
2: don't I've been there, I've done that. Oh. I don't do it anymore.
1: <laughs>
2: um, it really is not productive at all. It's just not. It's it's silly and it's childish. And that's all I got.
3: Um, like, I, I don't be playing on my phone for one. Number two, <laughs> I don't need to talk to you every hour on the hour.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Um, there would mm-hmm. be days, there'll be hours here where I don't talk to my man for like a few. And I'm like, good. Because <laughs> sometimes it's weird to fuck out. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate this idea that, oh, if you're in a relationship, then you all need to be, join at the hips and you need to finish everybody, finish each other's complete sentences Mm -hmm. and, you know, hi honey, yada yada yada, you know. (laughs) People have this thing that, oh, you have to so when you get into a relationship or you have to be one and everything else you just leave out the throw out the window. Yeah, Like, I hate that idea. Like, I was myself Before you, I'm gonna be myself when I'm with you, and I'm gonna be myself without you.
1: Yeah,
3: it irritates the shit out
1: of me. No, I get it, I get it. It is, and even back then, like, yeah, I was younger, but I mean, I want to say I did the oh, am I gonna call first? Who gonna call first? But that was like when initially meeting somebody and exchanging numbers. This, we're in a relationship and we're arguing. I don't know, I was always wanting to be like, okay, I'm still not happy right now with you, can we talk a little later? It felt real, it felt like this is what people, because I'm sure people still do this shit to this day, but I was like, if he, what she say, tell, um, have the assistant say that she's in a meeting, and she'll be free in 10 minutes, and if he calls back even one minute after 10, you make him wait, you know, a little bit longer. I was like, what the fuck? Just tell this man you and your feelings about him being with that girl, and y'all can go from there. What the fuck?
3: Right. Well, to be honest, this movie could have been
1: like ten minutes. Man, was, say, uh,
3: complete misunderstanding.
1: Yeah, it or what they should have done is is fleshed out the other girls a little bit more and made it all interconnected. Because, like you say, it could have been done. It could have been done. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of movies are like that. You know, without the the inciting incident, that could easily be rectified, there would be no movie. But like, man, this really. Went to the extreme because I'm assumed that her and Keith were together for I don't know, let's say at least three months. I assumed they've been together for a little bit, and this one transgression that's not even really a transgression now warrants uh, two hours of cat and mouse. I don't know, right? Mm And yeah, like
3: you said, if they were together, moms you don't do all this behind a nigga that you only been with for like a quarter
1: of yeah. a year. Yeah. They couldn't have been together long because Anthony had never seen her. I feel like if, if, if we've been right. together for years, maybe you've been up at my job giving me you know dinner. I've been up your job. Like it didn't, nobody, I don't know. It just, I don't know. I don't know. It just didn't feel, it didn't feel like they've been together for too long. Especially because she was so easy to like. Right go through all this shit once. You know, after just one thing. So I'm thinking like, shit, what the fuck happens if he, you know, I don't know, kiss somebody? Like, I don't, what's... John, what about you? What's, how are we feeling so far in the um, love affair, the love and war?
2: Uh, it was a lot for such a newer relationship. Maybe, you know, a couple that was together at least a year, but I didn't get
1: that from them, so I was like, "Nah, this ain't it." How do we feel about the casting, though? With Vivica, like their popularity aside at that time, do you think that uh, Vivica and Morris had chemistry? Do you think they looked together on screen? Like, did it seem like this was like they matched this movie that the roles have given us? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay, I do.
2: I I think the casting was. Perfect. I think they had chemistry. Okay. Um, I, I think they were at height of Black Hollywood. Mm. Like Black Hollywood, a black actress like Halle Berry, who is a lot of black films.
3: So mm-hmm.
2: yeah, I definitely right. think it. did okay. good the
3: casting. Okay. I think that they were a good casting. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I agree. I like them. Um, and to I like that Vivica is not racially ambiguous, that she, however, you know, slightly lighter than Moore, she is a brown skinned black woman who looks like a black woman. I like that was I'm trying to think if I can remember where the shift came from, from like the 90s. Uh, New York Undercover, uh, Living Single, Martin, uh, school, well, school Days, not so much, but like this very black blackness to like the UPNs switch to CW, where now we get a lot of like racially ambiguous or mixed race people playing black, and this dark skin, dreads, afros, locks, or anything washed out. I don't know where this where to pinpoint this change but I feel like if Tukka play that game was made today uh Keith and Shantae would not look like Keith and Shantae.
3: It would be a, pre- a paper brown test mm-hmm. Tyler Perry's black hat will probably be somewhere up in it. Mm-hmm. There would be a, uh, a huge um, overweight woman uh complaining that her man is calling her fat and all this <laughs> shit it just would have been a damn disaster if it was made now.
1: Is there anybody who you feel like, and if you don't have an answer for this, this is fine, because this isn't, this just randomly came to me. Is there any producer or any, I guess, celebrity who's made movies or TV or so far that you feel like would be able to handle a, two could play that game made in 2021? Like, there's somebody who'd be like, yeah, I think, you know, Issa Rae could do a good job, or I think, you
2: know... To handle the story, no, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I I would love to see an up and coming director
3: mm, do okay. it.
2: Now, if I were to recast the movie for 2020, I have some ideas, but as far as the direction piece, I don't know.
1: Okay, so hold on to that because that's coming later. And Nick, what about you? Do you do you think that? What do, do you have an answer? Uh, for somebody you think could handle this type of movie in 2021 and do a well
3: <laughs> I mean I'm sure there are definitely some people out there you know like at Issa Rae mm-hmm. like some kind of some up and coming uh, directors that would do this well mm-hmm. the issue is would there be an audience for mm-hmm. and me personally would I give a damn mm,
1: okay okay You know, I think with that being said, there are a lot of shows, and this is really jumping the gun because there's a question I have at the end, but I want to address it now. I think Two Could Play That Game walked so that so many of these other reboots could run. Like, the bit that I've seen of Boomerang does not feel like Boomerang the movie. It Mm -hmm. feels like A2 could play that game. It feels like young people having young problems and not communicating well enough. Um, I think that this is the blueprint. In a way that. Like let's just say like the real world. Was the blueprint for you know. Real housewives. Where they knew it was something there. And now it's evolved to this. So I'm with you. I wonder if there would. Well one I know there would be. Because we have reality TV show stuff. Where there's this drama. There's this gaudy. Let me outdo you. Be more fabulous. But like a serious. Show or movie. Yeah, I wonder. There would have to be some type of spin on it where it's a bunch of gay folks or it's, you know, some Asian people, you know, an Asian remake. It ha- it would have to be something else added to it, I think, to make it, in the world of reboots, make it not feel like, oh, we're hoping that we're banking off the title of this popular black movie from back in the day. You would have to do something really extreme to add to that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I can see that. Right and that
3: whole idea of nostalgia is I think a little bit played out mm-hmm. like it's, it's okay to recognize that this nostalgic piece from back in the day helped oh, influence a mm-hmm. piece today mm-hmm. but at the same time I don't think there are so many new ideas out there that we don't have to have the same the same two can play that game each decade
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: or the same baby boy mm-hmm. or the same school day
0: mm-hmm. or
3: same this or that or whatever the case might be yeah there is enough talent out there enough new talent out there mm-hmm. to have brand new ideas especially for black people for black stories for black actors for black audiences
1: mm-hmm. no i hard agree i agree Yeah, I think with this reboot culture, it's been pissing me off for a while, especially, you know, being a fan of comics and shit. It's like you you keep rebooting the same shit and you have a plethora of other characters you can mine from, you know. So I'm with you. If you look on YouTube alone, you know, people are coming up with their own shows, movies, projects, because now you have a fucking, uh, lack of a better term, movie level camera in your phone. Tangerine was shot on an iPhone, uh-huh. so I'm with you. There is so much talent out there that I could see a Deliver Us From Eva um, reboot or continuation thirty years from now. I don't want to see that in the mix of a ca play that game reboot, of a Best Man reboot, of a Martin reboot, of a you know half. Like when you keep rebooting the same shit, it's. <laughs> Where's the new shit?
3: Right. Like, I I get what they're coming from because, you know, especially now in the the age of corona and quarantine and staying at home, like, we need something that reminds us of days that were better. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I get the whole holding on to nostalgic for nostalgia's sake. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you got to find something new.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I agree 100%.
2: I'm sick of reboots. Tell new <laughs> stories. Uh, tell new stories. Talk a character from a established universe and have them pop up, but yeah, have it be new stories. Things can be interconnected, but do we need a reboot? No, it's
1: mm-hmm. a hard no for me. hmm Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. Like, if you want to have the feel of it, um, I think one of the better parts of Wonder Woman 84 was that Linda Carter um, cameo at the end. I don't... Well, I'll stop exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah, I, I like that. Um, you know, it remains to be seen how they move forward with it, but paying homage to what came before, sure, but then go ahead and tell this new story. Um, I still love the blackness. Like, every single person in this film was black with, with the exception of, like, maybe the cameraman, and, like, a few extras. Um, I like that aspect of the movie. I would like to see that continue. But what makes something black? If Two Could Play That Game was made with an all-white cast, same script, you know, changing anything that's, like, nigga in it, of course. What what makes this a black movie versus just a movie?
3: Um, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess... I can't tell. I think the the nuance in the dialogue makes it black because mm-hmm. you know these white folks are not talking like yeah. me, you, John, or any of those other characters. Mm-hmm. Um, the, <laughs> the, the I don't want to say situations that they're in, but mm-hmm. the how they how they resolve these situations. Mm-hmm is more conducive to the black experience versus the white, the Asian, the Latinx.
1: Okay. No, no, I I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, The only, well, not the only, but the white movie that comes to mind for me that would be like a white version of this movie is How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Only because they had those kind of rules set up where like you have to get rid of him In 10 days, and like the way she goes about it. I don't know if y'all have seen that movie, but that to me feels like the closest to the white version of Two could play that game.
3: Right. I haven't seen
1: that. Uh, Yeah, it's. (laughs) He has to make a girl fall in love with him in 10 days to get some, I don't know, advertising client. She has to have a guy break up with her in 10 days in order for her to be able to write this, like. Hard-hitting story. It's so it's a it's where they both have a ten-day time limit and they are trying to pretty much tear each other apart. So I ain't gonna say go out and watch it, but if you you know got some time to kill, sure put it up. But it's pretty much the same shit, but for white people, it's quirky. That bars, they're hanging out at the Hamptons. You know, it's it's very white. So with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> would you recommend this movie to someone now? If somebody woke up from a coma in January 8th of 2021, would you then say, you know, hey, you want to get caught up on some movies? Here's the movie for you. Would you recommend to play that game? Yeah, I would. Because I'm,
2: I was saying, I agree with Nick. I definitely would. I, because I feel like this was such a, great movie for our culture Mm -hmm. especially for the early 2000s it it, it, like you said it's somewhat the temp has come after it
3: Mm -hmm. okay okay i think it it has its place in black cinema
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay would you put this in the like lexicon of like must see black well not must see um if you have a list of like a hundred movies that are black movies spanning, I don't know, let's say from the 70s to present day, would this be on your list? Like, yeah, of course, you have to watch this. Or it's like, no, nah, I could find something else to replace it.
2: Uh, I would Yes, at it, but at the bottom of the
1: list. Oh, okay, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I would add it to the list. With with the movie, yeah. it's happened, start to finish, the credits have rolled. Who do you think had the best or the greatest story arc? And I know the show, the show, the movie is written to be Shantae and Keith's love story. But like taking them being the protagonists aside um, and, you know, even including them, if you think that they did have the best arc. But who do you think had the the best start to finish story arc? Um,
3: hmm. John, I'm going to let you go first. (laughs)
2: this hard because I, I think it was just okay. I, I
3: can't see anyone
2: having any better, better than the other. So, mm. we need to draw.
1: Mmm, okay. Oh,
2: I
3: know. a mm-hmm. That fine-ass white man that she was talking to Calvin. towards the end of the movie. That, to, uh, give her, uh, yeah. yeah Calvin. I would have I gave it up to Calvin. <laughs> I'm, I'm
1: just... <laughs> oh, man. I I like seeing him on screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm glad that they picked him and that they picked a white man or well, was well, someone who wasn't black because I think that um with the movie that we got like I knew they weren't gonna go nowhere but like I thought that was a good um like diversity hire I don't know I thought that was a good uh, villain I guess. To uh, a foil, rather to um, Keith and his cockiness at that point in the film, uh, but I would have to say I think Karen had the best story arc in the film. Um, her man was the one that you know, even though they poorly wrote his his faults and shit, he you know eventually got his shit together and decided that he wanted to marry Karen, and you know she was the one with the nigga that wasn't. He was ain't shit for whatever reason. Got his shit together. And then now, assumably, when the credits roll, they eventually got married. So, I think Karen, uh, throughout all her crying and shit, all she did was cry a little bit, go through the 10-day plan, and she ended up with a husband. Whereas, shit, the shit backfired for Shante. You know, she couldn't even follow her own plan. So, I think Karen won. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) Okay, so what did you love most about the film? We know it's a film of its time. A lot of shit going on but what's something that you were like okay this this is my favorite thing about this film looking back on it or is there anything
3: see any successful ass black people i love the way it was (laughs) shot
1: okay cinematography and and that uh black excellence of it all okay okay I, I, i feel that i feel that yeah um yeah, I think the same for me. I think I'm with Nick. Yeah, it was it was I, John O'Duggery was shot well, but Nick, I think for me, I think it's the same thing. Being young, watching this, and getting so many black movies back then, and just the random shit that yeah, Shantae lives in this big ass house, and true enough, Keith's house was smaller than hers, but it wasn't like that was never. I never felt like anybody was unsuccessful. Even the whole ghetto fabulous of it all, everybody looked like some black folks of some means and it wasn't this downtrodden, I'm I'm ghetto, I came from the hood, you know, my dad was killed in the drive, but it was just, no, these are just black people of a certain tax bracket in the movie. So I did like that. I liked it about it. Who is your least, least favorite character of this film? You watched it, took it in, credits roll, the movie in. you like, fuck this person. Who is your... <laughs> Your least favorite of everybody, uh, Tony. Mm. Okay. Okay.
3: Because I don't like I don't like Anthony Anderson, and I think my <laughs> my uh, yeah dislikeness of him is yeah. cute. So I'm like, okay,
1: mm, uh, this nigga. That's you know, fair. Uh, John, what about you? Who's your your least favorite?
2: Mm, my least favorite would probably Michael. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, definitely my least favorite.
1: Okay. Mike. Okay, that's that's fair too. That's fair too. He did put Karen through a lot of shit. Um I think when we get to we get past the Coca Cola party and we get to the what part what was this? Like the advertising, I don't know, party Heineken, the Heineken event. That's what, or no, Miller Genuine Draft event. Uh, where everybody is together. Which I think I really like that about the movie is that we ended up with everybody in the same space in a way that was believable. It didn't feel like no all these goddamn people at Applebee's. Like it felt like, yeah, they are all <laughs> it makes sense that she would invite her friends, that he would be here with Connie, that Anthony who works with him, would be here too. So I like that part of it. I still have, I'm on the side of Connie. I feel like everything she said was was correct. You got an issue, take that up with your man, don't take that up with me. To be like, oh, you know, you know, Keith is my man, ma'am. Get the fuck out of my face. I'm still Team Connie, cause like, that ain't your man if he out here with me, and we ain't friends. Like, I don't hang out with you. We ain't kicking it. So, deal with the motherfucker you in a relationship with.
3: Right.
1: Yeah. That's where right. I fall. That's where I fall. Um, I'm still Team Connie. Connie, you didn't deserve that bullshit. I think the real uh, victims of this movie are Connie and that white man. Calvin, because y'all playing with them and they Mm feelings. With this movie, if we put this movie out in 2021, and the three of us get together, we said we're going to release it. Two can play that game, original script from 2000. Let's recast Shantae and Keith if this movie has to be made in order to stop COVID from running rampant. (laughs) Um, who are we casting as uh, uh, Shantae <laughs> and, and Keith? And, John, you said you had some ideas. Why don't you go ahead and, and give us your casting? Well, it's not going
2: to be a surprise who I'm going <laughs> to So you probably know. Shantae, I'm, cast, I'm actually going to cast Kerry Washington mm.
1: <laughs> You love you some
2: carrie And for <laughs> Keith, this is a – I would I, – Henry Simmons or I
1: do so um I'm going to go with Carrie and last So Carrie for Shante, last for Keith. Okay, last okay. Um Nick, do you have a casting or do you you want me to go next?
3: Uh, I don't have any particular <laughs> casting. You go ahead
1: and go. Okay, um if it has to be made for Shante, I'm casting Denai Guerrero. Um with her same yeah. look from Black Panther, I want that bald head. Um Okay. I want those black features. I want, I want okay. that forefront. Um As right. far as Keith, shit, I'm a bit. um It's a little harder for Keith because I don't give a fuck about Keith. Um, <laughs> shit, I don't want to just say help <laughs> <Adrian's> Alpha. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, to, to look at who would be who would stand next to Denial would be able to like hold their like look convincing at the very least.
3: David um, Kaluuya.
1: mm Mmm. Okay. Mm. we haven't seen him. Yeah. I
3: don't remember seeing him in a, like a comedy. mm mm-hmm. Romance, a rom-com.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Most certainly. You know what? That's a perfect choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go with him then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think they they would look good. And like you said, being I think if you update the script as well, you would probably just revamp the whole thing. It's not even too play that game at this point. It's like you know relationship rom com movie. That's what. Yeah. But I think that yeah, they would um they would look good together. Damn. Thanks, me. <laughs> Do you have a Shantae casting or not? Nah?
3: Oh, Shantae casting.
1: Um, I would put Laverne Cox as Shantae.
3: Come on, come on, yeah. And for well, shit, who's um, a
1: Keith to a Laverne Cox? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, for Morse Chestnut's role.
3: Hmm. Uh, hmm. I don't
1: know. I don't know who I'll put as Keith. Because I'm thinking, at the very least, I would want to match the height. Not, not to say that the woman cannot be taller than the man, not saying right. that at all, but I'm like shit. Laverne Cox is Shantae, then who I don't know. I have no idea. Me either. Me <laughs> either. No Me <laughs> either. Listeners, y'all let us know. Who would you if 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 Laverne Cox is Shantae, who is the keith to her Shantae? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, bet that bit that. Okay, so y'all know listeners out there, I'm big on extended universes. If Tuka Play That Game exists in some far off Earth 2, 3, 4, whatever, what other TV show or movie, it could be of the 2000s of today, but what other TV show or movie do you think exists firmly in this same universe? Well, these events of Tuka Play That Game also happened in like, let's say, Martin. Like, even though they aren't on the same ones in, what is that, California, the other is in Detroit, but like, I feel Strongly that Martin and Living Single exist in this same universe. So, who, who, what other movies or TV shows you think are um are in this same space?
3: Definitely, girlfriends. Hmm. Yes. Agreed. Joan and her neurotic ass <laughs> will be playing all kinds of games for her man to propose to her. Hmm. rule. Um, I also think it's a cure.
1: Oh yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah, it, it does, it gives me that feeling of, yeah, because shit, who's to say, now that you said that, let me take it a little bit further, Wendy Raquel Robinson is Issa's mama in Insecure, so who's to say that, you know, Bobby Brown, Mike ain't her daddy, and they just split up, and that's her, like, you know what I'm saying, you know, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Yeah, it's there. Yeah, I think Girlfriends and Insecure is, um is both good choices. Um, John what about you what shows or movies do you think exist firmly in this to play that game corner of the universe Uh
2: I was going to say Insecure
1: yeah yeah I think I think hands down Insecure is probably definitely. probably the best the best option because me again this is something I do and I don't know what this says about me but I'm always trying to figure out what shows match with what shows and we know that um like with Moesha Kana Parker's um, and then on *Girlfriends*, Shah Char Jackson's character was in character at the um that restaurant with Joan, so we know Moesha is firmly planted in this universe. And then the game is a spinoff from *Uh*, *Uh*, *Girlfriends*, and so so I'm like constantly building out this universe. And I think that that's with *Insecure* comes all those other shows as well. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna say *Insecure* as well. Final rating, if this movie came out today, or shit, even just from 2001, we, with the rewatch, what is your rating? If you're doing one to ten, where does this movie fall today?
3: I'll give her a seven.
1: Seven ain't bad? Is there any reason?
3: Uh, I mean, it's it's better than average. It's better than some of the other black movies. Mm, yes,
1: especially of that um, time. Uh,
3: yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay, fair, fair, fair. Okay, and so um, as we move to the close of the episode, let me know, is there anything in this film that happened that you feel like, had it have been changed, it would have made for a better movie? It could be a scene, a character, any of that. Do you think anything changed to happen just a bit differently would have made this a better film?
3: I think his transgression would have needed to be more apparent.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. For the thank you, the yeah. Mhm, mhm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you because I feel like it. It, it became a whole another, not a whole nother movie, but I think at the point that Keith was like, "Okay, I'm tired of games. I want to talk to my girl," and like where he was um, pushing back against Tony's advice and trying hard to connect with Shantae. I think that's the moment where I was like, okay, why wasn't it like this the whole film? Uh, he eventually <laughs> caved again, and, but did he really cave? Because he showed up with Connie, he kind of just like played the cards he was dealt. But all that being said, I feel like there was a point in this movie where Keith was like, man, fuck this, let me be with this girl. I fucking like her. So yeah, I'm with you. I do think Sorry. that his his yeah he should have did something more devious or or dirty because wanting to fuck somebody is not enough. It's not cheating. Like we're physical people. You see attractive people all the time. So yeah. And I think that right. would have that would have changed it. Um Yeah. And I think her relationship with her homegirl should have should have been fleshed out better. I didn't feel like she really had any friends in this film. I felt like these were just surrogate audience members. I didn't feel like she had friends. So there's that. And so, John, what would you rate this movie? One out of ten. What were you rating this? (laughs)
2: 7.5.
1: Okay, 7.5. That's it. (laughs) Nick got the seven. We got 7.5. I don't know what I would rate it. I'm probably around the same. Honestly, nostalgia and with my love for Connie... I'm probably putting it around a 7 as well. A hard 7. It's not quite a 10, but there are yeah. other movies that are much worse. And I do like the way they told yeah. the story. I know I had issue with Vivica and, and some of her, I don't know, lines. But there's not too many black movies like this. I think at this time, with her like breaking the fourth wall and stuff, I don't, I don't think there were a lot of films or um, centering black people that were like this. Mm-hmm. maybe Insecure is the closest that I can even I think, think of See, so yeah, this was a, a a very interesting film a very interesting look back do you think it aged well relationship games aside like this back and forth because you know we have cell phones now that are powerful as computers and shit so a lot of this stuff could be rectified but do you think this movie aged well like yeah this, this was pretty cool or is like nah this <laughs> is shit
3: uh, I think it end I think it is
1: okay. Yeah, so that's that. Um, listeners, let us know how you feel about the film. Like did you like it? Did you like Connie? Was your team Shantae? Did you think this shit could have been handled within five minutes? Um this ending scene, let's get, get that reaction. This ending scene where <laughs> Shantae expects her man to be at her house waiting for her because she left with White Boy Calvin earlier in the movie. He's not there. She ended up at the bar and she approaches him and she says, Hey, I have three questions for you. And you know, if you answer yes to all, like how we feel about that as a callback to the, to the beginning.
3: I thought that was cute. The the callback, even though I'm not putting up with nobody's three questions. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I love a
2: good callback. So I was here for
1: it. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Big full circle moment. I think that was a good way to end the film. I think that was probably the best part of the film. And it made it feel complete. It made it feel buttoned up. It didn't feel like, oh, is there going to be a part two? You know how folks love to make... Even though there was, a three could play that game. Um, Yeah, this felt like a solid film, a solid project. One movie, one and done. Cash a check. That's it. I don't need to see this again. Like, I could watch this again. I don't need to see a reboot. I don't need to see, you know... I don't need to see this tried to be redone. So, I'm good with what we got. So, y'all, any final thoughts, closing thoughts, questions, comments, concerns, rants? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, okay. Good, good, good. good. Well, this has been... Uh, good. <laughs> well, listeners... Oh, I won the one oh, thing. Go ahead. What's up? We have three days until WandaVision. Oh, for sure. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. Are we, are we planning on watching WandaVision? Like Nick, are you in? I'm 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 I think I know your answer, but you in for Wandavision? Of course I'm in. No, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, yes, yeah. I'm I'm excited for her. Not fuck Vision, I don't really care about him, but I'm excited for her. Yeah. <laughs> bet, bet, bet. Well, thank you both for being on today. Thank you, listeners, for listening. Would y'all please let these folks know where to find you and support your podcast and your social media movements?
2: You can follow me on Twitter at TheJohnEffect. And you can listen to the podcast, The John Effect Podcast, on most places where you can stream podcasts.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, okay.
3: And for me, you can follow me at P 9 on Twitter. Uh, Megasheen uh, is on Twitter at Megasheen1. You can like, subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Yes, yes, y'all. Those links will be in the show notes. Please be sure to check them out. Uh, Listen. Get those listens up. uh, Like. Uh, if you rate and get those five stars. No point in rating a podcast that you're listening to less than five stars, god damn it. Why listen to it? Um, yeah, those will be in the show notes. And of course you can find me, uh Carefree Black Nerd, Carefree Blurred on Twitter. CarefreeBlacknerd at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, wanna send in a voice note, you know, get your thoughts heard about an episode that we've done or that I've done, please be sure to send it there. And uh until next time, guys, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky. And if you're in a relationship, or even if you're not, fucking communicate. Do not play that game. Two cannot play that game. Three can't either. Shit. So um, yeah, that's that. Uh, <laughs> thank y'all. Thank y'all again for coming on to the show. Thank you. This has been a a pleasure and a thank joy. You for having me. <laughs> thank you. Yes, yes.